Welcome to Record Roulette. My name is Eamon O'Flynn, and we're going to do something a little different. Normally, I'd say that my co-hosts are joining me to discuss another album from the Rolling Stone 5 and Greatest Albums list that we've chosen at random. But as we enter season three of this show, we're making some changes. First, we're bidding a fond farewell to Sonia Walton, one of our longtime co-hosts. Her life has become busier and busier over the last couple of years, and she just doesn't have time for record roulette. It's our loss, and we wish her well, and who knows, maybe she'll come back as a guest sometime. This means that, moving forward, it'll just be me and my other co-host, Nathan Smith, along with a guest. Second, one of the core gimmicks of this podcast is that the episodes were selected at random. That's entirely true. I'd get Google's random number generator to pick a number, and we'd cover that album. However, moving forward, we're asking our guests to pick the album. For Nathan and I, it's still pretty random because we have zero idea what they're going to pick, but for the guest, it's something that they're definitely interested in. We think that'll lead to better conversations. Finally, we're going to change the pacing of our episodes a bit. We'll be doing one full-length album review episode each month. The space between full-length episodes will be filled with shorter episodes that we hope you'll find informative and engaging and fun. The first new type of episode is this, a 101. In the past, we've struggled to get the basics about an album out there into the world because I just didn't want to take away from the great discussions we are having on Record Roulette. But some people want to know the basics about an album. When did it come out? How did it perform? What was the context for the album? Why did Rolling Stone put it on the list? The first album to get this treatment is Continuum by John Mayer, which was selected by our first guest of season three, music journalist Alison Rapp. You may be asking yourself, could it be possible that John Mayer has an album on the list of history's greatest albums? And I'm here to tell you that the answer is a definitive yes. It just barely makes the list at number 486. Released in 2006, Continuum was Mayer's third solo album and followed a live album called Try, released under the name The John Mayer Trio. That live album is the key to what we hear on Continuum, because before that one, he was known as an adult contemporary artist producing things like Your Body is a Wonderland. But the live album was filled with heavy drums and bass from the blues and rock music that Mayer actually preferred. It also gave him a chance to spread his wings a bit as a guitarist. His credibility as a guitarist also grew through partnerships and performances with blues and jazz legends like Herbie Hancock, Buddy Guy, Eric Clapton, John Schofield, and B.B. King. So when Mayer went to record his next album, he made a concerted effort to push into blues and rock. That's what Continuum is supposed to be. Was it successful? Well, we'll discuss that in our next full-length episode. What I can tell you is that it was an immediate commercial success, debuting on the Billboard 200 at number two. It didn't reach number one thanks to Justin Timberlake's Future Sex Love Sounds album, but it did stay in the top 100 for 50 weeks and eventually sold more than 4 million copies, which made it his third straight multi-platinum solo album. The lead single, Waiting on the World to Change, peaked at number 14 on the Billboard Hot 100 and also went platinum. The next year, it won two Grammy Awards, Best Pop Vocal Album and Best Male Pop Vocal Performance, beating James Blunt in both categories. It does seem a bit instructive that Mare's album was in the pop category instead of rock, blues, or R&B, though. Critics were mostly happy with the album. 
Matt Collar at All Music called it a gorgeously produced, brilliantly stripped to basics album that incorporates blues, soft funk, R&B, folk, and pop in a sound that is totally owned by Mayer. And Powers at the LA Times noted that Mayer is, quote, best when treading softly, finding the fluid heat of blue-eyed soul rather than his performance on more angst-filled songs. So mostly positive, but Slant Magazine's Jonathan Keefe wrote that, quote, with no edge to the songwriting and with such spit-polished, tasteful production, Continuum just doesn't convince as a heady, soulful rock album or as Mayer's creative quantum leap forward. Nothing I've said so far should necessarily guarantee this album a place on the list of the greatest albums of all time. So here's what Rolling Stone had to say, I quote, After establishing himself as the post-Dave Matthews heartthrob on hits like Your Body is a Wonderland, singer-songwriter John Mayer grew into his soul and blues ambitions for a subtly crafted album. Mayer benefited from significant assists by ace musicians like guitarist Ben Harper and Charlie Hunter, drummer-producer Steve Jordan, and jazz trumpeter Roy Hargrove. From the high record-steep vultures to the sultry breakup tune Slow Dancing in a Burning Room to Waiting for the World to Change, a deceptively self-aware take on generational apathy. So nothing there really explains its greatness, but that's what Rolling Stone does. So what am I listening for? First and foremost, I'll be trying to hear the blues and rock elements. I'll go back and listen to some of his earlier work to see whether the difference is evident. Uh, The reference to his self-aware take on generational apathy suggests the lyrics are saying something important, so I'll make a point of reading them carefully. I'm also interested in the juxtaposition between critics who praise the smooth production and those who call it, essentially, boring. Take a listen, consider these angles, and tune in when we discuss the album at length with Alison Rapp. That's all for today. Check out Record Roulette on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at RR Music Pod. Rate and review this podcast wherever you can. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your favorite show. Or listen for free at recordroulettepodcast.com. Music in this episode is from Lemon Music Studio. Thank you for listening to Record Roulette. Until the next spin, goodbye.